0: Guys, I'm so off my game.
1: (laughs) You, Mickey Spicy, though. I wasn't
0: recording!
1: (laughs) Biggie Spicy! Oh, Oh, womp womp. Wait, it says you're recording the call. I just
0: pressed it.
1: (laughs) Big Spicy. Oh, my God. It's here and I like it. NYPD means I
2: will not go.
1: it
0: Once again, hey everybody, welcome to the Fresh Podcast of the Will Smith Appreciation Podcast. I am your host, Mickey Spicy. And with me today is a of spice. Just kidding. <laughs> I was going to run over the same exact script. But no, it's two of the funniest people that I know and that I love to do shows with. And that is Mr. Battlestar Gablactica, a.k.a. Yeah. the purveyor of petty, a.k.a.
2: Man, I don't know, a.k.a. Chuck and Love, are just never catching a case. A.k.a. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I just...
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> man daniel we gotta get um, you on more stuff and, yeah. and returning to the podcast is johnny dope kicks barker
1: Woo! yeah so happy <laughs> to be here Woo! what I now mean.
0: you got any akas dope kicks um, I
1: see, uh i'm not sure I don't really have that many of like uh johnny dope kicks aka johnny p313 aka the black staff curry aka the guy who Whitney should have been with, a.k.a. Ooh. I can't wait really talk about a different world today, a.k.a. I'm so excited for today's episodes.
0: Whoa! Nice! Black Curry? nice. Black, what, what's behind Black Step Curry? Because I don't think i ever heard of that. Black Step oh. Curry! Sorry, I thought you said Black Step Curry.
1: Dude, Black Step been, Curry? What is that? Been been weird. I don't know what that What, I, what really? is Step Curry, Biggie Spicy? <laughs>
0: It could be a dish that you found in LA I don't know, maybe you really like Indian food
1: It's like, it's you like know curry me. on the steps It's like it was left outside
0: Yeah, black step, you know Summer, summertime curry
1: Oh, okay, alright <laughs> <laughs> I hey.
0: really just got that I was like, wait, maybe he's saying Steph Curry
2: <laughs> Oh my god
0: I swear I'm that sober so,
2: That would be so weird though If he was yeah, like, you know, step curry You're like, Yeah, what? that's
0: why I was like, oh <laughs> but i'm still like oh i'm still like that i'm still doing it hey hey, let it go let it happen yes um but yeah this episode this episode went pretty fast we should be able to go uh, pretty quickly through it um first impressions though on it uh this episode is called love at first fight directed by Jeff Melman, written by Lisa Rosenthal and Sam Art Williams, who we've seen before. And this aired on February 18th, 1991. Mm. Let me just go through the synopsis real quick. One of Vivian's students, Kayla Samuels, comes over for dinner and Will tries to impress her, but fails. It upsets Will that he fails, so the next day they have an argument but wind up liking each other. Will starts taking time away from her studies and Aunt Viv tells him to cut back on seeing her so she can have a good future ahead ahead of her. Vivian winds up lecturing Kayla and revealing things about her struggle to be successful. So what was your, like, initial impression of this episode, Daniel?
2: My first impression of this episode was, yo, is that Whitley? Like, the first <laughs> thing, that was right off the bat, like, oh, this is the Whitley episode! Okay. I love this episode because uh, the funniest thing that always, like, I always remember about this episode was uh, Carlton getting in his little bits at the very beginning when he was like... Yeah. You're doing great, Will. Bring it yeah. home. And then after that, he's like, yeah, you teach me a lot. Like, I just loved it because he played it straight. Mm-hmm. But it was literally like, yo, he just digged on you. Like, that, that's harsh. And it was funny. It was just so good. Uh, that's the biggest part I ever remembered from the episode. So when watching it, I was already just ready to laugh and just right. feel how good it was. Um, I never remembered how it ended. So mm-hmm. seeing it was like, oh, OK, that's how it ended. I guess yeah. that's But yeah, yeah. I I really like this episode.
0: Johnny?
1: Same, same. Literally, same thing. Like, literally, I'm watching an episode. I'm like, oh, this is funny. I don't really remember this one that well. And then it starts yeah. to come back to me. And then the end, Jasmine Guy. I'm like, oh my gosh! Here! <laughs> here! And then I was just like, I was literally fanboying out the whole episode. Like, literally, like when they go to our dorm room, like, oh my gosh, he's in college again. Oh my oh. gosh. Dude, so good, so good. And literally, I was looking like, man, low-key, her real dorm room looks way better than that. I remember I looked in a different world. Um <laughs> And so, but I was like, but I was, I was fanboying over that. And honestly, uh, I also love the message in this episode too, because I think it talks about like assimilation and like when uh, people mm-hmm. of color and like disempowered people like go to college and what you kind of deal with, which right. I don't think a lot of other people understand. So it touched on a lot of things, to be honest with you. I can't wait for us to talk about it because I was trying to talk about with the two of you because in a way it left me with some more questions and answers based mm-hmm. upon how it ended and about like the way she's like, you should be able to assimilate to this, but like, wait. So you have to assimilate? So it left me with questions I'm excited to talk about with y'all today.
0: Awesome. Cool. awesome. Same. Um, I, this episode never really stands out to me in, in either, like, an essentials list of watching this season or, like, a standout when I think about the series as a whole. But when I watched it, I was, like, genuinely pleased because, of course, you know, I always love it when I can chuckle out loud as if it's the first time I ever saw something. And it was pretty, you know, uh, cut and dry. So it wasn't overly complicated. I don't really think there was much of a B uh, plot and probably a non-existent C plot, but you didn't really need it. Um, It was just a very uh, palatable episode. And like you said, Johnny, there is that underlying message there of assimilation that I don't think was really, um, I I don't know what the word is, uh, handled correctly. But that could be because, you know, it's just a half hour's, sitcom in reality like 27 minutes so you don't really have time to dive into it um but let's just start from the from the beginning here so the opening i noticed like i i don't know tatiana ali seems to have gone through a little bit of a growth spurt i don't know if you guys have noticed but (laughs) she's like outgrown the the clothes that she's in really yeah, it just seems like she's more like an athletic girl, like more tomboyish. And now seeing her in these frilly patterned dresses and the white tights, I'm like, she seems like she's 10, 10 years old dressed up as a five-year-old for some mm-hmm. reason. So it was kind of like drawing, I don't know. Oh, like, God,
2: I'm looking at it right now. You're right. Yeah.
0: I like when Ashley starts, you know, dressing and, you know, her shorts and her pants. And of course, you know, when she's a teenager, she gets her own style. But I'm just like, it seems like out of place right now.
2: Yeah, it kinda looks like a doll. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, all right, here's this doll. Let's
0: parade
1: it through. Yep. Yeah. It feels like these games to the point now where they're gonna have to like, like probably when they go to season two, they're gonna change her wardrobe up and realize, oh, she's more mature now. Cause again, right. I agree with you. It's like they're sticking with the same costume design from earlier, but now it's just like, Oh, this is kinda awkward though. Oh Yeah.
0: yeah. This seems to be a very, very long season because again we started in nineteen ninety. And now we're we're approaching the spring of 1991, um, and of course wow. so she she was really like eight or nine in real life, so you know I'm just gonna go through a quick growth spurt. But uh, we see Will and Carlton there on the couch. They're watching I don't know a game show or something. Um, oh, wasn't it like it
1: was a character pageant or something? Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly.
0: yeah, yeah. So they're going through a little bit of a girl drought, which you know if you've listened to me and Tony, like we hate those kinds of episodes where they're so thirsty and like. It's like harassment and just very horn ish. We don't really.
1: I know, like no boys in <laughs> high school were ever like that that I knew, right, Daniel? Oh, never, man. Who is no, the,
0: well, no. This what is
1: kind a of history. silliness? Exactly. No, I I was never just sitting around like, man, I wish I had a girl. Mm, mm, it's American American no. pageant. <laughs> no. Nah.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because that was a thing. Like, um, I don't know if we could ever get you guys or like get guys soon enough. But we were just always wondering, you know, because we're girls and girls are not really like that. You guys seem to be like more sexually mature earlier. We're mm. like, do are guys really, really like Will, or are they just really kind of like this is the caricature of a, a teenage boy? I,
2: truth of the matter, I would say Will. Will is kind of like. Uh, a light version of a caricature <laughs> mm-hmm. of uh of a man because because I mean he's very he's very well kept he keeps himself down you know like guys are so much more than that. You yeah. Know? So it's like Will is just a very nice clean cut version of. hmm So I mean like really resorting to watching uh um that whatchamacallit the uh the pageant like, come on, dude. I mean, guys are, you know, they have their material that they're looking at.
0: Well, I would say that's a lighter version of what we've seen, like with the mall, with the Halloween episode at the mall. Oh God, yeah, um, that's true.
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. There's
0: a lot more other like episodes like that well, where.
2: Just, if we're looking, if we're looking at it to at least somehow have some veil, some thin veil of politically correct, yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's that's it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. but i agree i agree with the purveyor of petty though like <laughs> guys are the worst guys are the worst like the thing about this, though, is that when we're at that age and i say it's probably better now because in today's climate and world people are more educated but back during that time period where we're coming of age there was all this thing where it's like you were like chasing girls and there are things that were taught as norm behavior but you learn later on like oh no those are just asshole moves wait well, yeah, i really allowed to question i'm sorry Mickey. no you are Okay, cool, cool, cool. So it's because, like, for like catcalling and things like that and whatnot, that was stuff that guys did that you were taught, oh, that's just a part of culture. was like, no, yep. that's harassment, homie. Like, no. But and so, yeah. like, oh. so. So, yeah, like, again, as the Prevera Petty said, like, Will's a light version of that. But, like, but, again, to go to the more heart of it, like, yeah, during that time period, like, when you're in high school, I would say, yeah, you're just really focused on, like, relationships. Like, yeah, you're worried about Mm -hmm. grades and, like, other stuff and getting a car. But, like, I would say nine, like, 90% of the things that you do as a guy at that age is to get a girl. It's like, why do you wear nice clothes? To get a girl. Why do you want to get a driver's license? To get a girl. girl. If I was getting all these things without girls, I probably wouldn't do nothing.
0: (laughs) Okay. I get it. Okay, now I understand. I think, yeah, from our perspective is because we're on the other side of that. So if guys are doing that to us and, you know, men are still doing that to us, it's like, oh, this behavior is so disgusting. It's so annoying. It's like, is this, you don't really is this really how, you know, teenage boys, you know, operate? You know, and of course it's all, you know, biological stimuli. So Mm -hmm, you know, really Mm -hmm. help it at at a point. But, you know, I don't know. Ahead, I, would
1: say, I was gonna say like as a high school english teacher which i also do as well oh, um, yeah. seeing seeing both sides of it like i will say that there is maturity that's happening now whereas mm-hmm. like some guys are a little bit more conscious of it as we like they learn more which is so dope to see but then some of them are yeah i know they're still horn dogs yeah they're still they're still totally doing the same, same stuff so things have gotten better but some of the, but again a lot of their but a lot of those same traits and behaviors are still there
0: okay so this episode is not that though. It's not a little horn dog episode, um, which is actually good because usually the direct this director is the one who directs most of those <laughs> episodes. But we learned that Vivian has invited one of her scholarship students to dinner, uh, kind of taking her under her wing. Um, but they think that Vivian is talking her up that because she's talking her up that she's an unattractive girl so like oh well you know what that means
2: she's yeah she's protected by Greenpeace
0: yeah she's a dog whatever (laughs) Um, but no then she walks in and in comes Jasmine Guy who I think should have been a bigger star than she was after a different world yes yeah indeed you know I think she just had that that charisma stuff. I don't I don't know actually what happened to her after that. I know she she's been steadily working. She's still working today. But I think yeah, she got a she got a show on
2: Sci-Fi right now.
0: Yeah, what's it? called? Do you remember what it's called? I forgot, I
2: forgot what it's called, but it's like they run a funeral home and besides uh, just burying the people, they help the people cross over. Her character is like 150 years old, um, and Mario Van Peoples is like 100 years old, but you know they don't look like that. And blah, 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 blah. oh,
0: it's the black yeah. Panther, right? The, yep. The, The funeral home. Okay, yeah, I I
1: want to check that out. Oh, and that's funny too because she is actually on another Showtime show that I watched. It was like in the early like 2000s. It's called Dead Like Me. Oh yeah, yeah, I love it. It was about people. Yeah, it was super dope. It was about people who die, but you in a way become a grim reaper and you're in charge of like escorting souls to like the other world or whatever. And she was one of the people who's a grim reaper and everything. But no, I totally agree with y'all. Like. I don't know. It just felt like after a different world, a lot of those people should have been stars, but they weren't. Like not just her, but Dwayne Wade, Freddie went on to like voice acting and everything like that. But there's a lot of people in there who like who we just became so like obsessed with, who we loved, who like we thought should have been bigger. The only person who kind of got to that level is Jada from Different World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: She continued to work. It was no question about it. She was like, all right, here I am. What are we doing next? What are we doing next? Oh, I'm dating Tupac. You know, like you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so we learned that Kayla is from New York. She's a, a, a transfer, a scholarship transfer. And I love this exchange between her and Hillary because Hillary's like, oh, I love New York, you know, Central Park, so Fifth Avenue, and ugh, Trump Tower. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, where are you from? And, and Kayla's like, Harlem. Nice. <laughs> 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 oh. oh.
2: Stop,
0: stop the writing
2: tracks. She was like, oh, 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 oh. That's I,
0: have nice. I have this question why does will and Carlton automatically jump to the conclusion that Vivian has brought Kayla over there for one of them oh you, my god
2: that? Yes, yes. i was like hold on i'm vivian running a harem like calm yeah. down <laughs> literally it was Nothing like to purge it and will just jump right in like oh yeah mm-hmm. like you know like like the classic cartoon thing with the with the bib and a knife and a fork yeah. like Will,
0: what? Pepe, Will is Pepe Le Pew.
2: Oh boy, problematic.
0: Oh no, problematic. no, it's not that bad. No, yeah, don't no, don't make it that
2: no. bad. Don't make it Come bad. on, but
0: Will
1: Smith <laughs> can still be in Space Jam. Will Smith can still be in Space Jam. Come on. No. But you think I think Will
0: Smith should have played the Don Cheadle role. Now I love Don Cheadle. No. Sorry, get topic. Don <laughs>
1: Cheadle. <laughs> But I think low key, I think the reason why is because like, because we're going to get to this later on, when you get a part of it. But like when you go to a prestigious university of like that higher level, the thing about though, there's not many black people there. So I think that was kind on of a way of like, let me just introduce you to more black people and yeah. like introduce my family. She probably honestly brought her there. So maybe she would get friends and probably yeah. become friends with Hillary or something like that, too. to be honest right. with you.
0: Right. Now that makes sense. Cuz in the
1: way uh, OK, I'm sorry. I was going to say, sorry. Cuz Jasmine Guy is like the original um Hillary in a way with her Whitley character. Yeah,
2: dude. That that uh that twang in her voice, the way she carried herself and all those things. <laughs> it's always that
1: way. You're just like, "Okay, well that's the original Hillary." Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: The blueprint.
1: This Yes. Was a, this was a this was a passing of the torch.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, huh? That's pretty much what it was. I acknowledge.
0: Range, the range! The <laughs> No, so, oh, she was really good. She was really good. Um, but once they're called to dinner, it's evident that she's not impressed by Will at all and his antics.
2: Mm-mm. And they
0: start a discussion on Shakespeare, like their favorite Shakespeare play. And Will just keeps interjecting with, you know, he's talking about Rocky and like, Oh, I'm from the hood, like trying to relate to her and everything. And she's just like, No, I'm not interested. because uh, he thinks he can find common ground. Obviously, he's from Philly, she's from New York. Um, so then I love this part, I love this part. She's like, well, I don't mean to be rude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: No, please. <laughs> Uncle Phil, no, please. No, please. <laughs> uh, and then she's, I don't, I'm not here to talk about Rocky rodents and uh, what did she say? I don't know what the, the, It was, <laughs> It was beautiful alliteration. It was beautiful alliteration. Was it like,
0: was. It was, I can't, I forgot too, and it was the second thing she said. It wasn't even the first or the third thing. But yeah, she says that to, she really just mic, mic drops it on them. She's like, and if you know, you're doing this for my benefit, that's very juvenile and I'm not in high school. <laughs> and everyone's just like at the table. Ooh. But it was so good. It might have been better than that time Carlton told off Vivica A. Fox. I don't know yet. But I I, I laughed. Are you guys there? Oh, we're here. We're here. Oh, really quiet. There was like background noise and there wasn't.
2: No, 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 yeah, (laughs) I I went to mute because I was like, I wanted to go to that line
1: where she said, that's all I was looking for it.
0: No, go Um, ahead, look for it. Johnny, what did you think about that scene?
1: Oh, I was. Oh, I felt so bad for Will. <laughs> like, but again, he kind of deserved it though, because he was being so much of just like, kind of, we said, like, too much of a horn dog and this, everything. She's in there trying to like talk about Shakespeare, talk about her experience with a professor and everything like that. But at the same time, though, I loved it because, Uh-oh. dude, it, it just showed her that she's such a powerful, strong figure. And you love to see that um, in a character, especially in like women on television. So it was like so dope to see. So the series shoot him down like that, I was like, well, you got what you deserved.
2: I mean, I loved it. I loved it. So it's Rocky, Raph, and Rodents.
0: Ah, Rocky Rappin' Rodin. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the three R's.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I loved it. Literation was beautiful right there. And then immediately after she said that, it's a juvenile high school. Then of course, Carlton was, work like a champ, Will. I mean, work yeah. like a champ, Yeah, just
0: just taking it all in, and I'm having like this weird secondhand embarrassment. Like, I don't do good with secondhand embarrassment.
2: Uh, Even like, when
0: fall. I TV shows i'm <laughs> just like oh my god
2: <laughs> it was it was like schadenfreude i felt bad for him like oh god but it was still so good it was still no.
0: good.
1: yeah and there was gorgeous at the peanut gallery joined in when hillary and Asher were like oh yeah, right? <laughs> homie dang
0: so Woo! natural I was like well i was invited you know to my professor's home to have dinner i was just like oh god so sleek so sleek <laughs> i love it
1: Uncle Phil was loving it. Uncle Phil was like, this is the best dinner we ever had. <laughs> I
0: know, right? It was really weird that they didn't have, like, anything coming from Aunt Viv.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know, but I've noticed Aunt Viv doesn't, she doesn't pipe bomb Will. Right. She, she pipe bomb Uncle Phil. And that's, like, yeah. that's a really interesting dynamic. Like, she'll sit there for a bit, and after that she'll say something about Uncle Phil. And you're like, but he didn't even do anything. Why, why are you dissing him? Like you know, yeah. go ahead and blah blah. No, no, she'll wait, and then or or she'll she'll slightly say something about Hillary. Mhm.
0: It is That's strange it. because she and you would expect it from her, but she doesn't course correct Will too much unless it's at the end of the episode.
1: Yeah, like, it was like her favorite, so <laughs> yeah, but. But she also only does it, like, when it's about something serious, too. Like, there was, like, the Black class, when she was teaching African American history class or, like, something yeah. like that. She corrects like, the bigger things and whatnot. Like, the day-to-day stuff was <laughs> like, that you got Uncle Phil for. Yeah. That
0: was, again, yeah. That's what I'm saying. it's, like, that was understandable where she um, waited to the end because she was at the end of her tenure. And the end of the episode, they were trying to get her to stay. <clears throat> But like you would figure like she's trying to bring this person in and he's obviously trying to hit on her and she's not interested. So you would expect her to be like, Well, just let her eat. Some little throwaway line like that at least, just to have her involved. And especially at the end, like everybody else gets a reaction shot and you just see nothing of Aunt Viv. Yeah.
2: Mm. That's so
0: I just, true. I just found that a little strange. It's just it's a, it's from a directorial stance, you know. Um
2: That's true, yeah. It is. Okay. He, I want her to interact more. That's true. And it's like yes. you're not seeing it. But it's like, it, it does that kind of, is that kind of denoting the fact that, you know, they were already thinking about like, eh, I don't know if she works out well for the show.
0: I don't know, I don't know.
1: When, when does me. she leave the show? Because we're still on season one, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. What season she,
0: three.
1: After season three. Yeah. Oh yeah, so she still has a long tenure at this point. So yeah, I wonder <laughs> why.
0: Yeah. Uh, so after dinner, after dinner, um. Vivian searching for her lost keys, and <laughs> she blames Phil for... I love... This is great. I love this. Whoever writes for Hillary, like, they get Hillary. This is great. Oh,
2: so good.
0: Blames Uncle Phil for losing them, and then Hillary comes in and gives her little special advice, which is, like, oh. She says she 30 extra copies of her car key,
1: just in so case she mm-hmm.
0: loses one, she could just grab another, and then she's like, well, I'll do the same with the house key, too, and Uncle Phil's like, I like... There are lost keys to our house around. It's like, no, I wrote the address <laughs> on the I, <laughs> I was like, oh my oh,
2: God. That was so funny to me. Like, when she said it, I was
1: like, oh, that's Hillary. Classic
2: Hillary. Like,
1: that's what I oh. felt about it. It was hilarious. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And I low key I love Ashley's response later when they yeah. okay, find him. And Ashley's like, how about we just drive around and look for one of the keys that Hillary's lost? And I was like, oh. <laughs> Good job, Ashley. Uh, good job. Come up with these jokes. Good
2: uh, job, Ash. Yeah, she like she got one of those, Oh, <laughs> man. That was good. Because it was like, all right, let me just get you this one. Bow. And that's what she did. And I was like, all right, good job. Good job. Because go. they give it to her on her way out. So it was like, all right, I'm going to drop this joke and I'm out.
0: Yes. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. So I, like, her I her love hair.
0: that. Doesn't do much in an episode, but when she does, she really nails it.
1: She does. She
2: does. So we had that moment where Will was like uh. Um what's oh with uh, when it came to Kayla he was like, "Man, I don't want to see her. I don't want to see her hanging yeah. he around. Oh man, no, I'm going to leave right now." And he sat down. I was like, "Come on, man." His ego. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they uh, the kids call that
1: simping. So. Yeah. Uh, oh. i
0: to look it up. That way, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's not simping. Isn't it? No, simping is when you're like, you're over, like, when you're oh, over, you so need and like, you're there and everything like that. He's just being salty right there still. So he's still salty. He doesn't Wait, want to admit sim- that he does like her.
0: <clears throat> What's simping?
1: Simping is like when you're like chasing after a girl and you're like giving everything, you're doubting over, you're doting over too much and everything like that. That's oh. simping. Okay. Pretty much, being, pretty much, like, it's kind of gotten jaded, but simping's pretty much being in a loving relationship.
0: <laughs> Wait, so has that place whipped?
1: Mm, yes. Yes, that's a good yeah, it's replaced, yeah, pretty much.
0: Okay. That is the new okay, that is the new age of wit. So if I say wit, that's gonna be like if I said dynamite. Oh yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, I'm like, I was taking it back, like, oh gosh, you just went straight to the seventies right there. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was like, trying to think of something or the bomb. Yeah, <laughs> the
2: clearly dated so it's like here I'm, um, yeah I get you
0: I definitely jumped back like 40, 50 years um, but All yeah right. Kayla, so Vivian is trying to take Kayla to a poetry reading you know I don't get it because I'm like does this family only have one car <laughs> that's what I was thinking the whole time multiple true, yeah. episodes is about one car was <laughs> crazy gonna, I don't get
2: it me oh. either I should uh-huh. have one car the I don't
1: button. think the writers are rich enough to be like, hey, wait, they should have more than one car. It's like, no, in yeah. LA, can't afford Black that. Black people don't writers have more were-
0: than one car. car.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. My gosh, how- Even Even how- to how-
1: a professor, no.
0: <laughs> but um, but I liked it that they established that Hillary had a car because when when I think it was back with the college episode, it was like they still only had that one car. So we're like, well, how was Hillary going to school? And then Uncle Phil was going to work and Aunt Bib was going to work. And who is driving Ashley to schools? <laughs> I was like, there's no
2: Uber and not everybody's getting the cab. So,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, and,
1: then, and now you think about it, how come no one picked Will up from the airport? <laughs> like, well, <low laughs> they
0: key, even didn't that. even do car service either. Uh, no, yeah,
1: it's like, it was like, it was like well, we, Will, we would pick you up, but here we got the car right now, so you got to take cash. Like, oh my gosh, we oh, mentioned man. that.
0: We mentioned that in the episode because Jeffrey was obviously home. If Jeffrey was like out doing errands, okay, that makes a little more sense, maybe. Right. But like mm-hmm. he was home, <laughs> so why did he just go get Will? That's right. Yeah,
2: that that is kind of like wildly random too. That's like yeah, they were just like, All right, I guess he'll figure out how to get here.
0: <laughs> they just wanted to get the team. address. Seamlessly go, go? Seamless go from the theme song to the front door because that's how it ends up being. Oh yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so this is great too because it just took me back to my childhood. Oh please, like please hello welling.
2: The dozens uh, <laughs> yes, the dozens, yes. the dozens, your mama, right?
0: Yes. Oh yes. God. there and Will apologizes and it seems very sincere. And I'm like, Oh Will, you're growing. You're growing, baby. And then they sit down, and he's like, Why are you so stuck up? <laughs> She's like, I'm oh. stuck up, yes, stuck up. Oh god. And then Daniel mentioned they go into like, well, you're so fat and you're so this and your mama. And that just like threw me back to middle school where you would have your mama sew battles on the, the yes. yes. So, like, when yes. you're in computer yes. class with some free time. You're like going to, I think it was called yourmamajokes.com. <laughs> oh
2: <laughs> you're, my you're, God. Yeah, you're printing yeah. out
0: The jokes so that you can memorize and be prepared because there's only so many times you can say the rainbow Skittles thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Wait, the what? Um, your mama's so fast she slid down a rainbow and Skittles popped out.
1: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, well done, hold well on. See, okay. my
0: thing
2: was, like, I remember back then, and I, I forgot who it was, somebody who told me, like, it's either my mom or my brother that was, like, stop doing the with your mama. Like, one, that's rude. Uh, yes. Two, two, like, just talk about them. Uh, just, like, you know, forget the mama thing. It, it hits better when you literally talk about them. But I was like, oh, okay, all right. And then, so that's all I did. But they were like, your mom. I'm like, oh. and then the whole thing was, you'd have to be like, oh, I heard that one before. And then that takes all <laughs> yeah. the wind, that takes all the wind out of it. Yes. You're like, oh yeah, I heard that one before. But you, you blah, 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 blah. And they're like, ooh. Ooh. Like,
0: right. right. like she turns <laughs> it back and say, you're so ugly. Your mama had to tie a pork chop around your neck so the dog would
1: will- <laughs> play with you. <laughs> oh, but I, I did
2: love, uh, what out of the one she said. Do you have one that you liked? That was that the one, the porch up?
0: Um, I'm trying to remember what else she said. I, was, the, the, I just, the, I, I just liked the, 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 the rapport of it, like the back and forth. It was great. They both <laughs> yeah. hit their comedic marks.
2: I love when she said the one about your feet. You know, your mama's so fat. Showed her a picture of her feet, and she couldn't identify.
0: Oh, oh yeah, that yeah, starter, yeah. that starter joke. I was like, Okay. <laughs> so okay. You build it up from there.
1: And then she was like um will's like you so ugly that's not a fade your hair's running away from your face
0: face yeah
1: that's a good one that's
0: a good one one. but yeah i i question
1: in general do y'all have any favorite yo mama jokes
0: oh i tried to remember some in a while
1: yeah you know i tried
0: there's something about stepping on a quarter i think there's something about There's
2: there's... about there's something about quarterback
1: like, I love, uh, I know that one, um, cause that one, cause I, I my favorites are from Beyonce's kids and Robin Harris. Oh, he's like, he's like, he like, your mama's so dumb. We told her it was chilly out, it was chilly outside. She went and got a bowl. oh uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I never heard that
1: one. And it was like, your mom, mama, your mama's so dumb. She thought quarterback was a refund. Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. That's, oh my gosh. That, that bowl one
1: kissed me every time. i was like, cause he did the whole hand, just with a bowl with his hands. i was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she thought there was free food outside oh she understands weather concepts oh that was good
0: oh, here's one your mama's so stupid she stared at a cup of orange juice for 12 hours because it said concentrate
1: oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. oh the chili things in here too i'm on bestlifeonline.com because that's that's what you literally did as a kid, but you'd have to print out the papers because we didn't have smartphones.
1: <laughs> right, right. Nah, I remember we didn't have internet at my school. I went to an inner city school. We were No, oh, we didn't no. have it. We didn't have a computer lab. Cash was just creative. They were just coming with it every week. It was just like, was oh, shit. Jimmy's been working hard on this. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy's sitting over there like, M&M, oh, spaghetti, spaghetti,
2: spaghetti, yeah. spaghetti. <laughs> like, why
1: are you just getting ready for it? Exactly, your mama did that, okay, that don't work. Literally over there, like, workshopping their material. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god, there was one about something about your mama so stupid, something yelling into an envelope. I forgot. Oh my I forgot God, what? what, what? I, uh, there's something about, like, I, I don't remember, I just remember it was like yelling into an envelope. <laughs> it's something like that, and I was just like, god damn. I think it's a voicemail. Uh, yeah, your mama so stupid, she yelled into an envelope and, to send a voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh.
0: Oh, that's that. too much. That. Oh, my gosh. Well, I remember I won a battle with that, and I was like, ah, oh, McKinney! <laughs> oh, my. Yo, oh. Okay, we're going to have a Your Mama Jokes battle coming. Like <laughs> oh. 2021. That's
2: <laughs> what, <laughs> <Right>? Like, what? <laughs> oh, God, no, Then they, we going to get canceled. Can't do that.
1: Exactly. People you are there crying.
0: True. No, we have to use, retire Your Mama Jokes. That's, like, a dated thing with like, transferable. Yep. Jokes and all that stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> and 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 yeah, <laughs> saying that's gay. <laughs> we just attack each other now. <laughs> You're so fat. You're so yeah, lazy. exactly. You're that's so what, lazy. <laughs> yeah,
2: I just directly go right at you and be like, I'm done. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: Keep the mamas out of here, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens next? It's, it's such a juvenile <laughs> argument too. You're like, How old are these two people? <laughs> we oh well,
2: then black. then of course the moment where, of course the two that are playing as antagonists definitely know that they like each other. Oh, yeah. Like, well, yeah, well, you, 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 so, you, so ugly. Damn, you fine. and
0: <laughs> Too much, too much. Why? All right,
1: All
2: right. We'll, we'll let that go.
0: Sorry, we got to move on. We got to, we got to keep the, the episode going. <laughs>
1: <Right>? <laughs> we got stuck there for a minute, but it was so good. It was so good. No, but,
0: okay. She had one decent conversation with him, but suddenly she wants to kiss up on
2: him. Right. But how how far was the time jump uh, for the next scene, where he goes to her her dorm room because yeah. he brings flowers and says happy anniversary. Oh yeah, he said two weeks. Did
0: they say a week? Yeah. Two weeks. Oh dang. Okay. Happy week anniversary. Yeah.
2: Two weeks? Okay. Now that's different. Am I right?
0: Two weeks. Yes.
1: Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I remember, I used to, like, I used to happy one week anniversary and two weeks. Like yo, I'm being honest.
2: I was that guy. Happy one Ooh. week, happy two week, happy three week four, week, four week made the month. And then after that, I would only do, um, for like a few, like six months, I would do happy, you know, happy two months, happy three months. Then at six months, I'd stop. <laughs> <laughs> ah. because, because I wanted to build up for a happy year, year, you know?
1: Yeah. No, so I like was- again. No, I agree with that. Again, I see it all the time with my kids. My kids be like, it's our three-week anniversary, and then it's our two-month, and then, boom, they just start dating. It's like, okay, you're just going out. But I see it all the time. <laughs> you're, not you're not alone. Yeah, I used to do that.
2: And I, was, and I, I, I look back at it now, like, well, I was stupid. <laughs> <How much money laughs> no, did you spend? Daniel, no! How much that was to commit a relationship. That showed you care. No, no, but, dude, how much money did you spend? And you're like, all right, here you goes, here you go, And you got to top the last one every Wait, time.
1: time out. Wait, time out, Dan, you were buying stuff every week? Uh, <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? You hear okay, what I'm saying? All right, all right, okay. You hear this what I'm saying, Dude, Because,
2: because be- I'm not going to make something. It's, think about it. I'm going to make something for this person every time. It's like, really, I understand how parents feel when, you know, when your kid makes you something in class, they give it to you. You're like, can't wait to throw this away, but you're going <laughs> to hold on to it because you got to be nice. How, how much more is that with a significant mm-hmm. other? Here, I made something for you. Oh, thank you. Wow, we're the same age, and you made something. <laughs> you know, like you know, you, how do you feel about that? So that's all.
1: No, oh, and I'm constantly you, like, your kids. You should have been buying low grade stuff. Like week one, here I got you some Skittles. Happy anniversary. Week two, I got you tropical Skittles. Yeah, <laughs> different flavors. It we three, I was, got you Mentos. Yeah, it's it was like maker. It was like. Yeah. that. You know, oh, here's this candy, blah, blah blah, and one. exactly, and you, then then shit flowers, you know, I but was, after that, was, was, like that. Nah. I brought you my Happy Meal toy. Hey, this is a beanie baby. This just going to be worth money one day. You better be happy with this.
0: Beanie babies. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, like you said, Will visits Kayla at her dorm, gives her some flowers. Mm-hmm. And what I could appreciate about this scene is that it actually was a dorm-sized room. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. was oh, it was small. There,
0: it was small. it looked like not more than one person could be in there. I liked it.
2: I did. That was that was that was kinda cute. And I was like, Okay, we're being accurate here. She had a white roommate. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like, that makes sense. And that brings up uh what Johnny was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. The whole thing of the assimilation trying to get into that whole culture where it's like, Okay, everything's mixed. Everything's mm-hmm. different. Yeah. It's not just I can't just hang out around with uh nothing but uh you know, it's not school days.
0: Yeah.
1: Exactly, exactly. And it's like, it's something that people don't realize because in that one scene, they touch upon different things because the roommate comes in to get her checkbook so she can go buy a new dress. But it's like, but again, uh, Jasmine Guy's character, uh, I was going to call her Whitley, um, Whitley doesn't have (laughs) the money. For those things, because again, she's in a different scenario than her. And then in addition to that, it's also again, she doesn't feel connected to anybody because there's not like you said, it's not like school days. And so there's this disconnection. And like, so there's all this pressure you feel. And a lot of times when people go to universities, they don't look at those statistics, but like you go to like a major university like USC, UCLA, University of Michigan, it'll have like an 8% black population. Yeah, And mm-hmm. so it's like people strive, people struggle with like who do they hang out with? Where do I yeah. get haircuts at? All this stuff like um you have to deal with that people don't realize when you go to college.
0: Mhm. No, that's true. And and in most of those cases, everyone's code switching. Oh like,
1: yeah,
0: all day. Yeah. So it's like you really can't be yourselves or from the same region or kind of relate to each other. And it's always that that feeling of being the only one which I'm way too familiar with and that mm. I don't even really want to deal with for the rest of my life. But like, you know, I was just telling Daniel and I told you this too, I got a full-time job uh, as like an in-house production manager. So my goal in this case, the makeup of the company doesn't seem that diverse at all. It's a UK <laughs> company, <clears throat> but what my plan is now is to bring in those people, uh, which I've been doing when I was freelancing. So I'm going to go to like Ava DuVernay's Array Crew site and I'm going to, you know, Pull my people and make this like really diverse and just give people opportunity. But it's Gosh. always like, oh man, am I like the only one again? And it's like, oh, come on. I, you know, in my 10 plus years of working in the industry, I've only had one black line producer. with oh like a God. direct supervisor, yes. That was, and it was two years ago. That was the first and only time so far. And I just think, and I talked to him about that too. And he was like, I know there's not many people like me in the industry. And he's still a man at the end of the day. So uh, so there's just a lot of strides to be made, even just in the industry I'm in. Um, yeah. So uh, I could re- relate to that a lot. <clears throat>
1: oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. And it's crazy because I can't re- remember. I think it was the Mirror, Mirror Report. Somebody came out recently where they did a re- uh, the whole thing about like diversity in Hollywood. And they found that that was the exact problem. And they are saying that when people actually do bring diversity into Hollywood, to these different places, they actually become more profitable. Because yeah. all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like, again, you're able to appeal to a more diverse fan base. Your, your your opinions and everything grow as well. So you're actually, like, hearing from multiple different sources and experiences and whatnot. So you're actually making the best product possible. And again, that's part of the reason why we need that in, like, higher education and all these other places as well, is, like, when you bring diversity in, you're just making these places better. But again, mm-hmm. when you don't, you are making it harder for those people who are there to want to be there. Because, like you said, like, when you're there alone by yourself, you have to co-switch. Like if I have to leave my house, go to work, co-switch, okay, that's kind of like one thing, but when you're in college, you're living there. She has Mm -hmm. to co-switch with her roommate. She has to co-switch with her professor. She has to co-switch when she goes to the dining hall, and at some point, you just get stressed out. It's like, damn, when do I get to be myself?
0: Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, and this is, you know, when I got out to California, I started growing this very, very diverse group of friends, and, like, it started really with hashtag. Oh, yeah. there was only one or two white guys there. Everybody else is from different backgrounds. I was like, that just feels so nice to see hmm. color. Because here down in South Jersey, I, I assimilate myself with just a lot of a lot more white friends than I do anybody any other people. For some reason, I don't even know. It's not even deliberate. That's just the way the cards landed.
2: Well, um, I mean, is it, is it because they're, uh, I hate saying it, like, is it because they're industry friends?
0: Uh, in L.A.? No, in Jersey. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I mean, I met I met a lot of them in high school. I had a really small group of friends. I actually had a real diverse group of friends in high school. It's more so my adult life. Like I worked at Home Depot for about ten years. Oh. Um, right. So there was where I made like a lot more white friends, and then I kept with them for a long time until I went to over to L. A. It's just like the area Mm -hmm. I'm in, is very high volume of Italian people. There are also like a lot of Hispanic people and so on and so forth. But everyone is just so kind of like in their groups and their corners already and have certain behaviors that don't necessarily align with me, where I find that I have a lot more in common with people out in L.A. because, of course, it is a free town. I got to be like a real giant nerd out there and talk about movies and do these YouTube shows where I feel like I'm just a lot more different than a lot of people, no matter the race here in Jersey.
2: I get you. I get you. Yeah. What about you? So what?
0: So what about you? Have you had any like you know? Obviously. You oh might man,
2: my my entire <laughs> life was nothing but my entire life was nothing but like code switching, and it's code switching in a bunch of different ways because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm West Indian, you know. So um, first originally learning how to speak English was learning how to speak it without an accent, you mm-hmm. know, and that was like always trippy. And then in Staten Island, it was like oh. That could be tough. Um, yeah. When, like, hitting over there, like, I'm, I'm around, like, I went to a school around Bullshead. And, my God, like, there's, like, a bunch of Italians. <laughs> and you're yep. just like, well, what do you do? What do you do? All right, you, you learn how to talk like them. And since I uh, already speak, like, you know, Creole or French and English, um, Spanish wasn't hard. So Italian was not hard at all to catch. You right. Know? So I yep. knew I had to learn to go ahead and speak a little bit of Italian. They'll like me because it's like, oh, you know, it's a that it speaks like uh, freaking uh, speaks Italian. Oh, he's cool. It's cool. Yeah. You know, so I did that a lot. Coming to California, living in L.A. Oh, God, it was all day, every day, code switch. Like, mm-hmm. I speak like this. Then later I may speak and then say something, get really excited, and it's like water, blah, blah, blah whatever like that. You, you can't do that all the time. You get made fun of. So it was just yep. always switching, 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 switching. And even even with black people, it was hard switching because the thing is, I'm not, I'm not a thug. I'm not a gangster, you know? And yeah. uh, in L.A., it's like everyone's supposed to be. You've got to be, you know? And it's like, well, I'm not. But I can you know for some people i got to throw on a little accent, talk a little bit harder. You know, mm-hmm. walk this way and do this and do that. Because if not, you're gonna get beat up. So it was like consistent with the code switch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even even with my own people, it was like code switching.
0: Yeah. So yeah. It's, you know, the Carlton Bank situation, and we talked about yeah. that a lot. You know, where if you're not, and especially here, that's why I was saying in Jersey, like I didn't have a lot of black friends, is because you know in high school is like you had to be a certain way. You had to act a certain way as a black girl there or whatever. And it just wasn't the way I wanted to be. And I was a band geek and stuff like that. I wasn't into like the shoes and the attitude and getting in the fights and all that other stuff, which I feel so bad to say. And that's a hot topic right now, especially like on Twitter. But that's just how it was. It's like being called Oreo or white if you're doing a certain kind of thing and uh, speaking a certain way. Yep.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's sad because when you have a high vocabulary, (laughs) you care about school, you're reading, you're into comics, or anime. Back then... You recall those different things. and Oreo, you're acting white, blah, blah, blah. But what's cool today, though, is that you do see, like, I feel like the world's changing. Like, you yeah. see so many more kids who are, like, open-bracing their nerd because it's, like, cool now and everything like that. Kids yeah. are starting to realize it's dope to be intelligent and all these different things like that. But you can still hold on to yourself.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: that's, that's the hard thing. Because, like, for me, I low-key really relate to what um, Jasmine's guy character went through in this episode because that's how college was for me. When I went to school, I got there, and I felt, like, totally alone a lot of times because... There weren't that many black people there i'm from detroit which is like 80 black right and the thing about that is though is that like in my high school like it because everybody's black you do have you have you have the spectrum you got yes. black thugs you got black nerds you got black uh, people who are like pretty boys and stuff like that so you can kind of find your click but when I went to college though it was a lot more difficult mm-hmm. yeah. um again like literally i remember like, like people don't understand but like the hardest thing when i went to college is like yo where do we get haircuts at mm-hmm. there's, there's no barbershops there and so it's like, and you can't go to a white barber, and you can't teach them how to do a fade or do anything yeah. like that. So, literally, like, you got one of your boys to learn how to cut, and he's cutting everybody up on a Saturday night in the dorm bathroom. And that becomes part of the thing. But, and it's like, well, where do we get food at? Because like every other food is here, but is there a soul food restaurant or um, college town? Probably not. And so, like, you know, there's just like this culture shock where you feel alone a lot of times. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, no, I totally feel y'all. And then when I came out here to L.A., like, L.A. is, like, so dope, like I was saying. There's so many, like, diverse populations you can find your clique to be with. You can find it because, like, there's so mm-hmm. many different things happening here and you know, people are, like, a lot more embracing. So it's super dope and everything. And But I low-key, like, we're going to talk about with the OnViv thing because with the simulation uh, part, because there's something I want to ask you about that. But I guess we'll get back to the episode.
0: Yeah uh yeah just the final thing to say here that's why i was glad i was a commuter because my school just didn't really feel that all that inclusive i kind of just went because it was like the cheapest university in the area <clears throat> i was just like let me just get this done and over with <laughs> let <me just> <laughs> but about. I if i were to do it all over again i'm even going to tell like my nieces to do this I, I would go to an hbcu yeah that's uh i was, watch- uh, my, I my was watching my daughter is
2: going for that
0: Oh, yeah, she should, because I was watching, what was it, uh, Dear White People, you know, Beyonce's Homecoming, I I was like, I was like, man, it it probably would have felt great to go to one of those colleges. I'm
2: telling you, like, (laughs) I I look at it, and I'm just like, I told my daughter, like, I'm so jealous, because she's like, yeah, I want to go to an HBCU, blah, 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 and I'm like, I wish, I mean... I went to SC and I'm like, mm. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's it's not. I mean, sure, there are black people there, and it's a very strong black population. And then if you need to, you can head over anywhere, in LA, and you know find black people to hang out with. But it's just, it's not the same. No. It's not, not
1: the same. I feel you. For me, um, I went to U of M, University of Michigan. For me, I don't know. I think. Like, when my kids, I'll be like, do what you want to do. Like, whatever, just try to save me some money, get a scholarship. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah, that's the whole thing. But I would, like, encourage them, like, to do with either one because, like, okay, I do value my experience. Even though it was hard, but I do value the fact of, like, going to some place that was first because, like, that's where i met like a lot of my lifelong friends who have like a different backgrounds for myself. Like my homie who's from New York and who's like a, um, Italian and everything like that. And I learned so much about his culture and where he came from. Still friends today, he comes to my house. i made a lot of like my close, like um, close couple of friends of mine, like my homie Lee, who's from China. We became really good friends and like, you know, um, got to like hang out with him in China at some point and everything like that. So there were like, there were dope things that happened. Like like I got the chance to learn from people with different backgrounds and perspectives yeah. from outside my race, which I value a lot because that was like really cool for me. So now I totally agree with y'all. Like, if you're looking to connect to your culture, HBCU is definitely the way to go. But if you're looking to like experience other cultures and learn from other people too, that's the cool thing about going to like different situations. But both are valid and both are like dope options. It just do what's best for you. But HBCU
0: yeah. is not just for black students,
1: right? It is, but it's like, but not a, like, it's interesting. Not a lot of people go there though.
0: Right, right. <laughs> Cause you're just like, they're just gonna only accept black people and <laughs> probably. Oh yeah. I, I think I saw yeah, because I think I saw. I think they have what a two percent white population, and then like same with the like, Asian and, and probably a higher yeah. um, Hispanic population. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I you know, I just like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but like you said, you know, you learn things, and and as we we're growing up we had to have a lot of the feelings of being the only one and that didn't end with college and it didn't probably start with college either. Um, but now it seems to be getting a lot more inclusive. That's what we're here for to make it a little bit easier for, you know, the younger generation, you know, like the generation before us did. Oh Yeah all right so back to the episode um where so we were talking the assimilation um they get into invited to a frat party and this is where you get the sense where kayla just doesn't really feel like she belongs so she kind of keeps to herself and her studies you know because it was like why do you want to go to the party you know sounds dope so he doesn't really like he doesn't really get it from her perspective even though you know he gets it because that was a lot of his situation earlier in the season
1: yeah yeah
0: going to bel-air prep uh, so and then uh, the next episode uh, not the episode, the scene, is Jeffrey like on a sex hotline or something? No, no, no,
2: no, 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 no. He's spitting game. He tells the girl yeah. like, you know, I'll see you around eight, make sure
1: you wear this, blah blah blah, and I got cognac, you know, Jeff is Exactly. I'm a oh. photographer, you know I like to take pictures, girl. Like oh, yeah. I <laughs> Jeffrey got game.
2: You know, he's like he's like Kanye, like when you take the picture, cut off your face. You know, he's he's doing it all. You know, what's up? <laughs> He's getting okay. his digital girl thing going
0: on. I mm-hmm. thought that would be a little too extra, a little too much extra <laughs> the sex, sex hotline. I was like, oh. I was like, no,
1: no, they're not going to do a sex hotline. Not on that no, show. No. Not no. in the middle of the living room in the broad daylight. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jeff
0: would have to
2: go to that room that we've only seen like
0: once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his drab room. Oh my God. Busted. And Kayla so and Will walk in all lovey dovey. And we find out from Aunt Viv that she hasn't been going to class oh
2: she got a d
0: she got a d in one of her papers and i'm just thinking to myself what 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 month is this what part of the year are we in because why isn't will in school
2: <laughs> the question of the day month and year like how much does he
0: distract her
2: <laughs> like seriously she's like oh, i see with you all the time and blah blah yada, and i'm like wait like <laughs> right now we have not seen Will wear a school uniform. We've seen Carlton come back and talk about school. We have not <laughs> heard Will talk about school at all. Yeah. At all. No one cares. <laughs> no one does. No one does until a letter comes home that says he's not been in school or he's failing.
0: Most <laughs> so is the classes full time. Obviously, you have to to maintain a scholarship. So I'm like how many what what is happening why do they acting like will is 18 years old? Right?
2: and by this time he does have a scholarship
1: right for basketball right
0: no he doesn't oh he doesn't no.
1: oh no no they're paying for that out of pocket oh my gosh
0: <laughs> yeah because so that- remember he doesn't even join the basketball team to like the middle of the school year oh mm-hmm. what's it
2: do? What is does he
1: do? oh my so- god yeah yeah <laughs> Hey, that's a problem. Nobody's asking him though either. That's the problem. Nobody's exactly. like, yo, how was class today? And he's like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, <they're laughs> Ayla, and it's like, well, okay, what about well? Like, show him in the school. You know, I want to know that he's going to school currently.
2: <laughs> hmm <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: This girl who they never just. They, I don't know what's going on with the age difference here, but he's also like sixteen, seventeen, or whatever. Really, 17. just yeah.
1: And- <laughs> And that's low-key, yeah, that's them. Same, I was watching Zorgia's episode, too. They like they don't really talk about it. I was like, wait, he's, like, 16. She's probably, like, what, at least 18, 19?
0: Wow. Oh, okay. 19, 17,
1: yeah. he's 17, so 17. And we just know that she's
2: older. And I'm like, oh, huh. OK. I mean, according to now, that's illegal. But, I mean, I guess you're going to do whatever you're going to do. And <laughs> you know, they, let him, they, let, they let him on the campus and just go into her room and, I'm like, come on, guys. What's, what's the responsibility here?
1: <laughs>
0: so he might be 17 now, but he's a sophomore in high school. I'm sorry. I don't care how old you are. You could be 20 years old. If you are a sophomore in high school or a senior in high school, like, no. Her attitude at first was perfect. It was great. They should have just ran with that.
2: Yeah. Hey, but it's like he said earlier, uh, he was like 17, 32, uh, 17, uh, 17, 22, 34, all the same age, or whatever. Yep. And I was like, you know what, that's scary, but at, around that time, I could always remember high school girls, and we'd always hear their stories.
0: Oh yeah, you know, I'm, dating, Kelly.
2: I'm telling you, like, they're like, oh yeah, I'm dating this guy, he's like 33. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm sitting there at my age, at that, I'm, I'm 17, just like this girl. She's like, yeah, my boyfriend, you know, he's 33. And I'm like, why is he looking at you? <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong? Something's wrong with him. Like you know, yeah. mm-hmm. he's old. Man, he's an old man, and he's like, oh my god. And they're all like, all happy about it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what?
0: Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I know. In your prom, this girl brought her 25 year old boyfriend to it. Wait, in the what? Years. Yeah. You see? Was,
2: you
0: see? I remember that's like the biggest gossipy scandal of the year. Oh my
1: God. And I'm sitting there like, police? Did no one call the police?
0: What's well, the scene? She's 18 year olds a <laughs> year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: You're 25 dating an 18 year old. So what we, is wrong? I know. It's
0: not like you started looking at them when they were 18. Nobody ever does that. Come on. You, I you remember were
1: dating her earlier. And, uh, I remember a friend of mine who's from Florida um, told me the story. It creeps me out to this day. I'm like, what? Of where this girl was dating um, a teacher at the school. And the prom, they danced together and everyone like applauded and was so happy for it. I was like, <laughs> that is wrong. <laughs> that is wrong. And she's like, no, it was magical. And you oh don't understand there, my love's like, that was wrong. Wait, 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 Johnny. And now
2: to this day, do you get like cold sweat nightmares because you know, you're a teacher, you know, and that happens. Oh, oh, God. Like, oh, uh,
1: why didn't I call the police? Why didn't I call the police? I'm sorry, like, but no, there's no I'm sorry. If I'm at, if I'm working prom and I see another teacher dance with a student, I'm like, yeah, I'm calling the cops. We're wrapping this stuff now. Much.
0: You're doing too much at that point.
1: <laughs> exactly. I'm not being arrested as an accomplice. Like, okay. no. I'm
0: yelling out, citizens arrest.
2: <laughs> oh my god, that is so wrong. But yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what's happening right here with Will and uh, Will and Caleb. Uh, yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. So she blows it off. She blows Aunt Viv off, and, like, you know, she apologizes. She say she'll make it to the next class. Um, and then she steps out of the scene, and Aunt Viv tells Will that her grades are slipping. A total inappropriate conversation. But, I, I nope. mean, if really, though? I guess he's trying to, you know, convince them to, to, to break it off. But still, it's crossing a line. It's a really gray area. Yep. Uh, which I guess Johnny could have some input into. <laughs> um so i love this line that she says though you know will's just like don't worry about it she'll she'll be fine and then you know Aunt viv is like there's a difference between dr kayla samuels who runs the hospital or kayla who cleans it and i was like oof Ooh. bam these lines As, when the dialogue just hits it right yeah. right
1: yeah yeah
0: so, so that really gets through the will and then i guess uh, I don't know. Are they at a school mixer? I was very confused as to what this was.
1: Yeah, for her so English it was department. English, yeah, it was English department mixer. So the English professors were hanging out with their students, having a party. Which I was like, I don't remember that ever happening in college. No. Nope. <laughs> nope.
2: I don't <laughs> care if you were in like an AP. Like if you were in an AP kind of thing, and you were like one of those yeah. students, one of those students, like the professor has tenure. He they only host one class a year, and they yes. only have like they only have like ten or fifteen students. And that's it, you know, like a kind of like how to get away with murder seminar or something. They don't even <laughs> host. They don't even host those anymore. Like,
1: mm-hmm. so was like what? So that was weird. Nah, no, yeah. it was weird too because I remember there's a point in that scene where it's like there's like oh that's uh, Professor blah blah. He goes over and says his line about Canterbury Tales, and Will's like that's the worst pickup line I ever heard. And I was like, wait, wasn't he talking to a student? What is <laughs> happening in this episode? <laughs>
0: everyone's over the age of 18. What's happening here?
2: Everybody is wrong,
1: yeah. That's reason, <laughs> That's reason that Ashley was in this episode, was like, we can't write Ashley in this one, y'all. He left <laughs> no. possible. Ashley would have came home, hey guys, I want you to be my new boyfriend. This is
2: old man. <laughs> like, <what> the
0: <laughs> it's the it's the Cosby show guy.
2: Oh, uh, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> Stop.
0: Stop that. Stop it! No, so, that was so wrong, I gotta take that back <laughs> That's
2: wrong,
0: that's wrong So it's wrong um, so Will tries to break it off And you know, Kayla's not having it She's like, why? And da da da, getting really attitude-y about it And then she leaves so she could study And then Will goes to Kayla To apologize, and so does Aunt Viv And you know, he's like, don't take it out on Will I told him to break it off And she's like, well, why'd you do that? You're not my legal guardian, which is like a weird thing to say Nobody says that um, you know, like you're not my mom or whatever. Um, so we learn here that Aunt Viv dropped out of high school, which I forgot. I always forget this. Mm, mm-hmm. It's just it's kind of a throwaway line, but so she dropped out of high school to run off with a guy and that she had to clean hotel rooms during the day and get her GED at night. And they're like, Oh my goodness gracious. Like I understand what you're going through and you know, the reason why I act like this now is because I know I deserve it. Mm-hmm. You know? You need to know that you deserve it too. Yeah. So, Kayla's like, okay, I gotta do it. You know, you gotta, you gotta get through that hard part of being the only one. You just gotta, you know, grin and bear it and <clears throat> know what you're there for. And then, you know, her and Will end off on good terms, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. shocked,
2: like, oh my God, him. she dropped out, she ran off with some guy. Yeah. Like she, I don't know what. What kind of life she was living in before she met Uncle Phil? <laughs> I was like, oh,
0: like Well, geez. we learned, yeah, she's a little bit of a wild child. Isn't she the youngest?
2: I think I think Will's mom is the oldest. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's one in the middle. The one in the middle dated the white
1: guy, and then yeah. she's the youngest. And it, oh, there's a third, fourth one too. Remember, because in the episode when she dated the fourth the, one.
0: Gotta... It's the the auntie lady. Oh the yeah. Golden girl. She's uh not Blanche. Is it Blanche? Is no, it? it's Ruth. No, shit. What's her name? Uh-huh.
1: She's on Blackish. She plays the mom on Blackish too.
0: Yeah. Not she's like that that character from The Golden Girls. Hold on, it is.
1: Uh, oh, the vivacious one. Yes. Yeah. I think it's Blanche. Yes, yeah, it's Blanche.
0: It is. Yeah. Bl- yeah, it is Blanche. She is Blanche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's always good for it. Yeah, she's always good for it. But yeah, that was yeah, that was. Just a clean cut dry episode you know went from point a to point b to point c got a little sketchiness there you know
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. it's like his second older woman that he's dated i believe
2: yeah
0: yeah i think the second one being vivica a fox i
1: think how was, how, was, how was vivica
0: vivica was also in college because remember hillary was gonna i think you were on that episode when hillary was gonna let her borrow the textbooks
1: Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Why did they just let
2: Will date all these yeah. older women? I don't. They just—he's got a mustache, you know. They just let him go. Yeah,
0: exactly. He got a mustache <laughs> in high good. school.
2: They're just like, look, I don't even know how old he is. This kid's just in my house.
0: So, <laughs> so what would you guys rate this episode out of? I think we brought it down to five. To five.
2: Um. I don't know. Like I was going all over the internet concerning this episode, and so many people were like, "This was such a powerful, impactful episode." And I was like, "Are we watching the same show?" I didn't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, and they always refer to the unviv line where it's like, "I dropped out and I did this." I mean, yeah. how is that powerful? I I I wowed out in high school, you know. I I did yeah. this. I did that, and then I realized I had to do something after. I don't know. that's powerful. So for me, I mean, honestly, this episode, I'm gonna. It's it's borderline. It's gonna get a. It's going to get a cool three. I know that's okay. harsh, but... The oh, three.
1: Daniel! Sorry,
2: man.
0: He's a tough cookie there. He ain't grading on the curve. Ah. Mm-mm.
2: Damn, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was it. It just it wasn't as powerful as I thought it would be and all that. And I was like, all right, let's see this episode. And I was like, this ain't powerful.
0: Okay.
1: So, for me, I'm going to give it probably a four out of five.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And the reason why is because I agree with you. It's not the most powerful episode, but as I was watching this, I was thinking about like, at this point, we had kind of school days, which is about like the black college experience. And then you think about the fact that we have um, a different world, but different worlds also about like the HBCU experience and everything like that. But it's not till we get to later in the nineties we get about mid nineties where we get higher learning where it shows you what it's like for people of color to go to a diverse school population and the stresses that puts upon you. And so I feel like this kind of helped like start that conversation um, in a way or like, you know, just like it put it out there into the world. And then I was also just looking at who worked on this episode because I saw that, um, what's the homie's name? Benny Medina. He was yeah. Like, yeah. He worked on this episode and he's like, you know, still around producing the day. And he worked on the format of it. And I like, when I Viv says that line, is like she could either be, like you said, uh, McDia, she could either be Dr. Caleb Brown, work in the hospital, or be cleaning the hospital. That's okay. a powerful line. If she goes in that room and tells her, like, no, you deserve to be here. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's hard but you deserve to be here. And a lot of times I think people need to hear that. Like, I agree oh. with you, Daniel. This isn't like that touching moment was like, oh, this needs like five Emmys. But I'm like, but no, you brought up some valid conversation that like isn't always touched upon, touched upon especially in this time period. So now yeah. I'm going to give you four out of five. Like, I appreciate what you did right here. And honestly, like, it was cool to see. And honestly, we got, dude, we got Willie Gilbert. Like, it was so awesome. <laughs> like, that's my guy. I'm sorry. Like, no, the original Hillary, my first crush. I was like, oh, Jesus, Lord, <laughs> here we go. Like, nothing yeah, below
2: a three. Earn yeah, this I mean, it, Really, you're right. Uh, it, it is Whitley. I, I may have to recount. <laughs> I may have to recount because, yeah. Like I said, I before I watched the episode, I wanted to see what other people were thinking about it. And that just kind of swayed me. And I was like, this is not as special as all these people are saying it is. So then I just put you it wanna down. You want to split the for... difference? Yeah, so maybe. 3.5? Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, he's going to bring it up 3.5. 3.5, 3.5. <clears throat> hey. hey. Out of five, Um, I think I might follow Daniel. Even though I do agree a lot of your points, Johnny, I just think, and of course, this is is just, you know, a slave to the runtime here. I think just a a lot of the theme, like the underlying theme of assimilation just got kind of drowned out by the the, the, the A-plot of the situation, which was like them dating. And then, of course, you have to bring in some of the B-plot <clears throat> and it wasn't really like and it's the same thing with Will and in, in his assimilation with Beller Academy I just think they only just do the surface level and they don't really deep dive into it even if it was with multiple episodes which obviously she doesn't reappear again but of course you know with Will's discomfort they never really touch upon that again they have multiple episodes to explore it um so yeah i i think that the the last scene definitely made up for it for a lot of it but i just i really wanted it to hit the theme a little harder i think i agree, I agree. so what do you give it
1: 3.5 okay now i feel you like I, I feel like where y'all coming from because the thing about it is though is that i'm just taking to account that it was made like in 1990 pretty much no. Nin- <laughs>
0: 91, 91. say
1: 91 yeah so i'm like this is before these conversations are really getting put out there because you know yeah. like because Daniel, you're a hip hop historian as well. One of your other yeah. hip hop <laughs> history. <so far. laughs> that's true. Uh, and you know, like this is the point in time where we're like we're shifting to that that conscious hip hop. We're about to get like a lot of like cool hip hop. that's all about like you know about black empowerment, about all these different things like that. About like it's really cool. It was about to come like forward in a couple of years. And so I think that yeah, that's the reason why like I'm like I feel like they're just like scratching the surface here because yeah. that whole point of assimilation is like that's the question is like do you assimilate? Do you have to? Like, why can't you just value my intelligence and my culture the way I'm presenting myself as is? Why do I have to assimilate and be part of your culture? And so, yeah, so it's it's just interesting. It brings up a lot of questions that this show just isn't really like, doesn't feel like they're, like, in that place to explore yet.
0: Yeah, and maybe I'm I'm thinking about it in a sense of, like, somebody uh, who doesn't or hasn't gone through it. Like, I'm... Like, obviously, as people of color, we know exactly, we don't need to be, like, we don't need a deep dive into it because we just need to know some, cur- some, some key signs and we're like, oh, that's what this is about. Yeah. But if somebody who does, has, has not have gone through this, like, if you're white, like, you probably just missed that whole thing. You're like, what, wait, what yeah. are you talking about when you're in the final scene? um. So, like, shows like Dear White People, that's the show where they really deep dive into these Oh, things.
1: it's so good. Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah.
0: They're trying, the lens is supposed to be looking through, you know, a, a white person's, not a white person's point of view, but you are you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I just love that show. Oh my and God, I the, can't last season. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> you know, like that's yeah. you
1: told, I love look, the movies dope too. And I think honestly, that's yeah. the thing. If, this, if Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was made today, mm-hmm. they would have with all these issues. Like, it wouldn't be an episodic, like, comedy. It would still be a comedy, but it would have to have an overarching wearing arch where they would be exploring these things like Will's Assimilation, Jasmine Guy's Assimilation Ecology in that introduce these different characters. Like, it would have to, like, kind of deal with these things and it would address it. So, yeah, so if they ever do that reboot, like, are they doing a reboot, Mickey?
0: They are, and I think this, that's, and I was telling Tony, like, I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to lean a little more heavy on the drama aspect of it, and they're going to just really um go into these, these issues that the the original show could only, like upon Yeah Nice level. That's gonna be, dope. That's gonna be that. dope Yeah So it's still Yeah it's still in development Um, I don't think they've shot Anything yet Cause duh COVID I think it was greenlit At the end of The beginning of 2020
1: mm. So oh my gosh So what you're telling me is You're gonna have Two podcasts You're gonna um, have One there. podcast we're Doing a retrospective And you're gonna have woo. Another podcast Whether you're doing The new episodes Yes woo. please Yes woo.
0: please Yeah maybe we'll.
1: Yay
0: Bye then Hey um, it'll but, be yeah. That was uh, Love at First Fight with a special appearance by Jasmine Guy. I wish some of these people would make multiple um, episode appearances, but...
2: Yeah, it kind of sucks that it was like, all right, we just wrote her off. That was it. Like, what happened to your relationship? I don't know.
0: It would be (laughs) nice to see her back and Vivica Fox back. And, yeah. So, that'll do it for us uh, today. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode. Yeah. Um hey. you guys want to plug in before we sign off. Done? Not all that. Oh, okay. once. <laughs> okay,
2: cool. Well, uh, <laughs> me, I'm Daniel, aka Battle of Black, uh uh that's right, B S G. That's what you usually know me as. Um uh, aka purveyor petty, aka hip hop historian. let's run with that. Um, but uh you can check me out on uh the Illuminati which is a YouTube channel also on a a website. Um, Also, I'm on a podcast called um, That's Life that I do with some friends. We just get together and we discuss what life is right now as it is. So, I mean, we'll just discuss a lot of nerdy things and we just have fun doing it.
1: Um, And from there, what about you, Johnny? Uh, So as always, um, you can find me online at JohnnyP313. Again, that's JohnnyP313 on Instagram and Twitter. You can always find me on Gumroad as well. That's where my comic books are at. And then also, I have my own podcast, which is like really dope. You can find me on Disney Plus Diversity, where oh, yeah. we review the Disney catalog to see how diverse and inclusive it is. Um, we drop a new episode every week. I'm not sure when this is dropping, but Um, We just recorded a dope episode on um, Captain America Winter Soldier, episodes one through three. We have a dope DuckTales episode out, and we have some dope stuff coming up for May, which is um, Asian American Heritage Month. So in May, we'll be reviewing American Dragon Jake Long, Raya the Last Dragon, um, and some other dope stuff coming up soon. So check us out on YouTube at Disney Plus Diversity.
0: Heck yeah!
1: Oh, and Young Mickey Spicy's been a guest on there. She's coming held it down, and um, she's going to be on there again soon.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't even know. I just told her now. Yeah. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah.
1: And, uh, and hope, <laughs> hopefully soon I can get the Purveyor Petty on there at some point, too. I am so ready. Let's talk some Disney. Oh, nice.
0: he's ready. He's <laughs> ready. You guys can find me on Instagram at The Real Miggy Spicy. That's M I G G Y S P I C Y. And also, we are on Instagram, Fresh Podcast of LA. You can find this there, too. And, you know, I'm just I'm just doing my thing. I'm going to go back to Twitch streaming uh, probably in the next month. I got a new show concept, and uh, it's it's going to be crazy. I think I'm going to name it She Plays Hard, and I just play games on hard or very hard mood, and I'm going to die in oh, person.
2: Oh, that sounds so
1: genius. <laughs> I, I love that idea. That, that's a dope idea but oh my gosh it's gonna be like, gonna be like three episodes like yeah I'm still on level one y'all <laughs> I'm,
0: cause I'm just a casual gamer so I play everything either on casual or easy mode and I watch a lot of these speed runs of people doing like crazy shit like they'll beat a game in 25 minutes on hard mode yeah I'm so jealous I know I wanna do it <laughs> nice,
1: nice i'm gonna t- i'm gonna make an opposing twitch and i call it yeah i'm easy where i just play everything on the extreme easy mode <laughs> it's like look y'all i don't want to challenge look my tetris blocks it takes five minutes for one block to hit the ground like no i take my time i can't deal with the stress <laughs>
2: oh
0: yes God. but i'm going to put like a timer on myself i'll be like three three sessions and if i don't make it there'll be a penalty like i gotta think about the penalties <laughs> but- I don't know. I eat a uh, no. I can't eat a scorpion. That's not vegan. Ugh. But you know, something along that level. <laughs> oh, are you gonna eat the the hot chip? Oh my God, the one chip thing? I've done that. I've done yeah. it twice. now. I'm a pro. I've uh, got to okay. Stop.
1: Maybe everyone will, you know the um they have a a peanut version now or a nut version. I'm not
0: doing that. I'm gonna Why die. Not? I have to stop myself with my EpiPen.
1: Ooh. Oh okay, okay. Oh okay. <laughs>
0: All right, guys, we'll catch you next week. Thank you for tuning in, uh, especially, like, weeks later. We'll see you soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.